Chapter Thirty Two of Old Wells Dug Out. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marcia Payne. Old Wells Dug Out by Thomas Talmage. The Well by the Gate. Oh, that one would give me drink of the water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. Second Samuel, chapter 23, verse 15. War, always distressing, is especially ruinous in harvest time. When the crops are all ready for the sickle, to have them trodden down by cavalry horses and heavy supply trains gullying the fields is enough to make any man's heart sick when the last great war broke out in europe and france and germany were coming into horrid collision i rode across their golden harvests and saw the tents pitched and the trenches dug in the very midst of the ripe fields and the long scythe of battle sharpening to mow down harvests of men in great windrows of the dead it was at this season of harvest that the army of the philistines came down upon bethlehem hark to the clamor of their voices the neighing of their chargers the blare of their trumpets and the clash of their shields let david and his men fall back the lord's host sometimes loses the day but david knew where to hide he had been brought up in that country boys are inquisitive and they know all about the region where they were born and brought up if you should go back to the old homestead you could with your eyes shut find your way to the meadow or the orchard or the hill back of the house with which you were familiar thirty or forty years ago so david knew the cave of adullam perhaps in his boyhood days he had played hide-and-seek with his comrades all about the old cave and though others might not have known it david did travelers say there is only one way of getting into that cave and that is by a very narrow path but david was stout and steady-headed and steady nerved and so with his three brave staff officers he goes along that path finds his way into the cave sits down looks around at the roof and the dark passages of the mountain feels very weary with the forced march and water he must have or die i do not know there may have been drops trickling down the side of the cavern or that there may have been some water in the goatskin slung to his girdle but that was not what he wanted he wanted a deep full cold drink such as a man gets only out of an old well with moss-covered bucket david remembered that very near that cave of abdulam there was such a well as that a well to which he used to go in boyhood the well of bethlehem and he almost imagines that he can hear the liquid plash of that well 
and his parched tongue moves through his hot lips as he says oh that one would give me drink of the water of the well of bethlehem which is by the gate it was no sooner said than done the three brave staff officers bound to their feet and start brave soldiers will take even a hint from their commander but between them and the well lay the host of the philistines and what could three men do with a great army yet where there is a will there is a way and with their swords slashing this way and that they make their path to the well while the philistines are amazed at this seeming foolhardiness of these three men and cannot make up their minds exactly what it means the three men have come to the well they drop the bucket they bring up the water they pour it in the pail and then start for the cave stop them cry the philistines clip them with your swords stab them with your spears stop those three men too late they have got around the hill the hot rocks are splashed with the overflowing water from the vessel as it is carried up the cliffs the three men go along the dangerous path and with cheeks flushed with the excitement and all out of breath in their haste they fling their swords red with the skirmish to the side of the cave and cry out to david there captain of the host is what you wanted a drink of the water of the well of bethlehem which is by the gate a text is of no use to me unless i can find christ in it and unless i can bring a gospel out of these words that will arouse and comfort and bless i shall wish i had never seen them for your time would be wasted and against my soul the dark record would be made that this day i stood before a great audience of sinning suffering dying men and told them of no rescue by the cross of the son of god by the throne of the eternal judgment that shall not be may the lord jesus help me to tell you the truth today as i was on the way down here this morning i heard someone say that carrier pigeons had sometimes letters tied under their wing and they would fly hundreds of miles one hundred miles in an hour carrying a message so i have thought i would like to have it now o oh, heavenly dove bring under thy wing today to my soul and to the souls of this people some message of light and love and peace it is not an unusual thing to see people gather around a well in summertime the husbandman puts down his cradle at the well curb the builder puts down his trowel the traveler puts down his pack then one draws the water for all the rest himself taking the very last the cup is passed around and the fires of thirst are put out the traveler starts on his journey and the workman takes up his burden my friends we come today around the gospel well we put down our pack of burdens and our implements of toil one man must draw the water for those who have gathered around the well i will try and draw the water today and if 
after i have poured out from this living fountain for your soul i just taste of it myself you will not begrudge me a drink from the water of the well of bethlehem which is by the gate this gospel well like the one spoken of in the text is a well of bethlehem david had known hundreds of wells of water but he wanted to drink from that particular one and he thought nothing could slake his thirst like that and unless your soul and mine can get access to the fountain open for sin and uncleanness we must die that fountain is the well of bethlehem it was dug in the night it was dug by the light of a lantern the star that hung low over the manger it was dug not at the gate of caesar's palaces not in the park of a jerusalem bargain maker it was dug in a barn the camels lifted their weary heads to listen as the work went on the shepherds unable to sleep because the heavens were filled with bands of music came down to see the opening of the well the angels of god at the first gush of the living water dipped their chalices of joy into it and drank to the health of earth and heaven as they cried glory to god in the highest and on earth peace sometimes in our modern barns the water is brought through the pipes of the city to the very nostrils of the horses or cattle but this well in the bethlehem barn was not so much for the beasts that perish as for our race thirst smitten desert travelled and sea moon struck o oh, my soul weary with sin stoop down and drink to-day out of that bethlehem well as the heart panteth after the water brooks so my soul panteth after thee o oh god you would get a better understanding of this amidst the adirondacks in summer time here comes a swift-footed deer the hounds are close on the track it has leaped chasms and scaled cliffs it is fagged out its eyes are rolling in death its tongue is lolling from its foaming mouth faster the deer faster the dogs until it plunges into scroon lake and the hounds can follow it no farther and it puts down its head and mouth until the nostril is clean submerged in the cool wave and i understand it as the heart panteth for the water brook so panteth my soul after thee o god o oh, bring me water from that well little child who has learned of jesus in the sabbath school bring me some of that living water old man who fifty years ago didst first find the well bring me some of that water stranger in a strange land who used to hear sung amidst the highlands of scotland to the tune of bonnie doon the star the star of bethlehem bring me some of that water whosoever drinketh of that water shall never thirst oh that one would give me drink of the water of the well of bethlehem which is by the gate again this gospel well like the one spoken of in the text is a captured well david remembered the time when that good water of bethlehem 
was in the possession of his ancestors his father drank there his mother drank there he remembered how the water tasted when he was a boy and came up there from play we never forgot the old well we used to drink out of when we were boys or girls there was something in it that blessed the lips and refreshed the brow better than anything we have found since as we think of that dear old well the memories of the past flow into each other like crystalline drops sun glinted and all the more as we remember that the hands that used to lay hold the rope and the hearts that beat against the well curb are still now we never get over these remembrances george p morris the great songwriter of this country once said to me that his song woodman spare that tree was sung in a great concert hall and the memories of early life were so wrought upon the audience by that song that after the singing was done an aged man arose in the audience overwhelmed with emotion and said sir will you please to tell me whether the woodman really spared the tree we never forget the tree under which we played we never forget the fountain at which we drank alas for the man who has no early memories david thought of that well that boyhood well and he wanted a drink of it but he remembered that the philistines had captured it when those three men tried to come up to the well in behalf of david they saw swords gleaming around about it and this is true of this gospel well the philistines have at times captured it when we come to take a full old-fashioned drink of pardon and comfort do not their swords of indignation and sarcasm flash why the skeptics tell us that we cannot come to that fountain they say the water is not fit to drink anyhow if you are really thirsty now there is the well of philosophy there is the well of art there is the well of science they try to substitute instead of our boyhood faith a modern mixture they say a great many beautiful things about the soul and they try to feed our immortal hunger on rose leaves and mix a mint julep of worldly stimulants when nothing will satisfy us but a drink of the water of the well of bethlehem which is at the gate they try to starve us on husks when the father's banquet is ready and the best ring is taken from the casket and the sweetest harp is strung for the music and the swiftest foot is already lifted for the dance they patronize heaven and abolish hell and try to measure eternity with their hourglass and the throne of the great god with their yardstick i abhor it i tell you the old gospel well is a captured well i pray god that there may be somewhere in the elect host three anointed men with courage enough to go forth in the strength of the omnipotent god with the glittering swords of truth to hew the way back again to that old well i think the tide is turning and that the old gospel is to take its place again in the family and in the university and in the legislative hall 
Men have tried worldly philosophies and have found out that they do not give any comfort and that they drop an arctic midnight upon the death pillow. They fail when there is a dead child in the house and when the soul comes to leap into the fathomless ocean of eternity, they give to the man not so much as a broken spar to cling to. Depend upon it, that well will come into our possession again, though it has been captured. If there be not three anointed men in the Lord's host with enough consecration to do the work, then the swords will leap from Jehovah's buckler, and the eternal three will descend, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, conquering for our dying race the way back again to the water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. If God be for us, who can be against us? If God spared not his own Son, but freely gave him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things. For I am persuaded that neither height, nor depth, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, shall take from us into final captivity the gospel of my blessed Lord Jesus Christ. Again, the gospel well like the one spoken of in my text, is a well at the gate. The traveler stops the camel today and gets down and dips out of the valley of the east, some very beautiful, clear, bright water, and that is out of the very well that David longed for. Do you know that that well was at the gate so that nobody could go into Bethlehem without going right past it? And so it is with this gospel well, it is at the gate. It is, in the first place, at the gate of purification. We cannot wash away our sins unless with that water. I take the responsibility of saying that there is no man, woman, or child in this house today that has escaped sinful defilement. Do you say it is outrageous? and ungallant for me to make such a charge? Do you say, I have never stolen, I have never blasphemed, I have never committed unchastity, I have never been guilty of murder? I reply, you have committed a sin worse than blasphemy, worse than unchastity, worse than theft, worse than murder. We have all committed it. We have by our sin re-crucified the Lord, and that is deicide. And if there be any who dare to plead not guilty to the indictment, then the hosts of heaven will be impaneled as a jury to render an unanimous verdict against us. Guilty one, guilty all. With what a slashing stroke that one passage cuts us away from all our pretensions. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Oh, says someone, all we want, all the race wants, is development. Now I want to tell you that the race develops without the gospel into a Sodom, a five points, 
a great salt lake city it always develops downward and never upward except as the grace of god lays hold of it what then is to become of our soul without christ banishment disaster but i bless my lord jesus christ that there is a well at the gate of purification for great sin great pardon for eighty years of transgression an eternity of forgiveness for crime deep as hell an atonement high as heaven that where sin abounded so grace may much more abound that as sin reigned unto death even so may grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by jesus christ our lord angel of the covenant dip thy wing in this living fountain to-day and wave it over this solemn assemblage that our souls may be washed in the water of the well of bethlehem which is by the gate further i remark that this well of the gospel is at the gate of comfort do you know where david was when he uttered the words of the text he was in the cave of adullam that is where some of you are now has the world always gone smoothly with you has it never pursued you with slander is your health always good have your fortunes never perished are your children all alive and well is there one dead lamb in the fold are you ignorant of the way to the cemetery have you ever heard the bell toll when it seemed as if every stroke of the iron clapper beat your heart are the skies as bright when you look into them as they used to be when other eyes now closed used to look into them is there some trunk or drawer in your house that you go to only on anniversary days when there comes beating against your soul the surf of a great ocean of agony it is the cave of adullam the cave of adullam is there some david here whose fatherly heart wayward absalom has broken is there some abraham here who is lonely because sarah is dead in the family plot of meshpelah after thirty or forty years of companionship how hard it was for them to part why not have two seats in the lord's chariot so that both the old folks might have gone up at once my aged mother in her last moment said to my father father wouldn't it be nice if we could both go together no 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 we must part and there are wounded hearts here today some have had trouble since i have been gone i thought i would say one word of comfort to you today the world cannot comfort you what can it bring you nothing nothing the salve they try to put on your wounds will not stick they cannot with their bungling surgery mend the broken bones zophar the nahamite and bildad the shuhite and eliphaz the temanite come in and talk and talk and talk 
but miserable comforters are they all they cannot pour light into the cave of adullam they cannot bring a single draught of water from the well of bethlehem which is by the gate but glory be to jesus christ there is comfort at the gate there is life in the well at the gate if you give me time i will draw up a promise for every man woman and child in this house ah i will do it in two minutes i will lay hold the rope of the old well what is your trouble oh you say i am so sick so weary of life ailments after ailments i will draw you up a promise the inhabitant shall never say i am sick what is your trouble oh it is loss of friends bereavement you say i will draw you up a promise fresh and cool out of the well i am the resurrection and the life he that believeth in me though he were dead yet shall he live what is your trouble you say it is the infirmities of old age i will draw you up a promise down to old age i am with thee to whore hairs will i carry thee what is your trouble oh you say i have a widowed soul and my children cry for bread i bring you this promise leave thy fatherless children i will preserve them alive and let thy widows trust in me i break through the armed ranks of your sorrows to-day and bring to your parched lips a drink of the water of the well of bethlehem which is by the gate again the gospel well is at the gate of heaven i have not heard yet one single intelligent account of the future world from anybody who does not believe in the bible they throw such a fog about the subject that i do not want to go to the skeptics heaven to the transcendentalists heaven to the worldly philosophers heaven i would not exchange the poorest room in your house for the finest heaven that huxley or stuart mill or darwin ever dreamed of their heaven has no christ in it and a heaven without christ though you could sweep the whole universe into it would be a hell oh they tell us there are no songs there there are no coronations in heaven that is all imagination they tell us we will do there about what we do here only on a larger scale geometrize that clearer intellect and with alspenstock go clambering up over the icebergs in an eternal vacation rather than that i turn to my bible and i find john's picture of that good land that heaven which was your lullaby in infancy that heaven which our children in the sabbath school will sing about this afternoon that heaven which has a well at the gate after you have been on a long journey and you come in all bedusted and tired to your home the first thing you want is refreshing ablution and i am glad to know that after we get through the pilgrimage of this world the hard dusty pilgrimage we will find a well at the gate in that one wash away will go our sins and sorrows i do not care whether cherub or seraph 
or my own departed friends in that blessed land places to my lips the cup the touch of that cup will be life will be heaven i am reading of how the ancients sought for the fountain of perpetual youth they thought if they could only find and drink out of that well the old would become young again the sick would be cured and everybody would have eternal juvenescence of course they could not find it eureka i have found it the water of the well of bethlehem which is by the gate i think we had better make a bargain with those who leave us going out of this world from time to time as to where we shall meet them travelers parting appoint a place of meeting they say we will meet at rome or we will meet at stockholm or vienna or jerusalem or bethlehem now when we come to stand by the death pillow of those who are leaving us for the far land do not let us weep as though we would never see them again but let us there standing appoint a place where we will meet where shall it be shall it be on the banks of the river no the banks are too long shall it be in the temple no no there is such a host there ten thousand times ten thousand where shall we meet our loved ones let us make an appointment to meet them at the well by the gate oh heaven sweet heaven dear heaven heaven where our good friends are heaven where jesus is heaven heaven but while i stand here there comes a revulsion of feeling when i look into your eyes and know there are souls here dying of thirst notwithstanding the well at the gate between them and the well of heaven there is a great army of sin and though christ is ready to clear a way to that well for them they will not have his love or intercession i suppose there may be some soul in this house today that will never see heaven i cannot tell by any pallor of cheek or gloom of brow where such a one may sit or stand but god knows that that one soul is lost the grain is all gathered into barns and it is september now and for that soul in this house if there be such a one the dirge would be appropriate in two senses the harvest is past the summer is ended but i am glad to know that you may come yet the well is here the well of heaven come i do not care how feeble you are let me take hold of your arm and steady you up to the well curb ho every one that thirsteth come i would rather win one soul to christ this morning than wear the crown of the world's dominion do not let any man go away and say i did not invite him oh if you could only just look at my lord once if you could just see him full in the face ah if you could only do as that woman did whom i read about at the beginning of the services just come up behind him and touch his feet methinks you would live 
in northern New Jersey three winters ago, three little children wandered off from home in a snowstorm. Night came on. Father and mother said, where are the children? They could not be found. They started out in haste, and the news ran to the neighbors, and before morning it was said that there were hundreds of men hunting the mountains for those three children, but they found them not. After a while, a man imagined there was a place that had not been looked at, and he went and saw the three children. He examined their bodies. He found that the older boy had taken off his coat and wrapped it around the younger one, the baby, and then taken off his vest and put it around the other one. And there they all died, he probably the first, for he had no coat or vest. Oh, it was a touching scene when that was brought to light. I was on the ground about a week ago, and it brought the whole scene to my mind, and I thought to myself of a more melting scene than that. It is that Jesus, our elder brother, took off the robe of his royalty, and laid aside the last garment of earthly comfort that he might wrap our poor souls from the blast. Oh, the height and the depth and the length and the breadth of the love of Christ. End of chapter 32 Recording by Marcia Payne